Welcome to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. Ross Brannan is a financial advisor who knows it's not just about your teeth. He helps dental practice owners protect and maximize today's cash flow to plan for tomorrow's cash needs. Find him at rossbrannan.com. On the show, he brings together experts to help dental professionals looking to make smart money decisions to grow their income, turn their retirement goals into reality, and improve their lives. And now, here's your host, Ross Brannan. Welcome to the show. My guest today is Glenn Vogue. Glenn is a practicing dentist, industry influencer, best-selling author, coach, podcaster, and a whole lot more. Today, he is our guest on the Financial Flossing Podcast. Glenn, welcome to the show. Ross, thank you for inviting me. Super happy to be here. Well, you are a jack of all trades, but it all started with dentistry for you. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So, on your and about- I'm still a dentist. You know, yeah, that's there you the thing. go. I'm still a dentist. Now, on your about me page on your website, it basically says your your sister basically said, and I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> if you don't want to be a loser, be a dentist. Exactly. She basically said, I mean, the phrase that changed my life forever. I was there visiting Dallas. I was in grad school, visiting over the break helping my sister out in her practice in Virginia. And we're working on a patient here. And she stops what she was doing. She looks right at me and says, Glenn, do you want to be a loser the rest of your life? (laughs) And just like a movie, everyone stopped what they were doing. The patient looked up at me and was wondering, waiting for me to respond. And I said, no, of course I don't want to be a loser. And she went into saying like, look, I mean, what are you doing? Why are you getting, you know, why are you in grad school doing that degree, which we know that, that's not what you want to do. Why don't you look at dentistry? That's why I brought you down here. And that's really the reason why I became a dentist. So I always tell everyone that she is uh, 100% the reason why I became a dentist. Well, what's funny is the way she asked the question, it was implying that you were currently a loser at the time. Exactly. Yeah. And only a sister, only a big sister can say that. And so again, if you're listening and you have a sibling, only siblings can say that to each other. Yeah, for sure. Now, if anyone's heard of you before, it's likely from Nifty Thrifty Dental. So tell us about that, what it is, how to start and all that and everything in between. Yeah. So actually, uh, so Nifty Thrifty is a community of dentists where we kind of come together and help each other grow our practices, right? So how did that name come about? Well, I had another Facebook group. It was a buy-sell group. And the story behind that is my wife she told me I had a problem. And actually, I still have this problem. That is whenever there's a good deal, I got to get it right. And so I had so much extra dental equipment enough to probably equip another office. She said, you got to get this stuff out of here. Like you got to do something with this. We don't need these extra chairs. We don't need these extra hand pieces. Get this stuff out of here. And so what I do, I went on social media. I was like, okay, I'll create a Facebook group to sell my stuff. So what ended up happening is all these people started coming in. The group now is actually 20,000 people in that buy sell group. It's still uh, in existence today. And then companies started coming in. They're like, can we sell our stuff in here? And I was like, well, yeah, you can if you give us a deal. And then people were starting to ask me like how to grow their practice, how to save money, all those different things. I said, hold up, guys. This is just buying and selling stuff. But then I realized I had to create a community. There was a need there, right? And so Nifty Thrifty Dentist was created. And essentially what I do is I connect people. I connect vendors with dentists and I help each other. We help each other grow our practices. And that's how it all got started. That's really exciting. But then Nifty Thrifty, am I right, gave you the platform 
to be a speaker and then write a book and do all oh, this yeah. other stuff. Yeah, exactly. So again, everything just kind of happened organically. So as far as the speaking goes, I mean, there were so many dentists that were looking towards me to help them kind of lower their overhead. They wanted to learn different tips to kind of grow their practice. And so naturally, I started getting invited to speak on these particular topics. And then as far as the book goes, Morgan James, which is a publishing company that is focused on entrepreneurs, I got introduced to them because one of my friends is an editor, a book editor. He had connections there. And they're like, we would love to have you write a book about what you did about creating this community and growing this community and helping your industry, right? Like an industry influencer. And I was actually working on another book. It was a fiction novel that I've been working on for about 12 years. And so, of course, Mr. Nifty Thrifty, I'm always negotiating deals for my dentist, right? I just try to negotiate something in the book deal. And I said, well, I do have this fiction novel that I really want to get published. I want you guys to read it and whatnot. They're like, we like it. But our publishing house, we normally deal with business books. Well, they made the exception. So actually, I'm proud to say in their whole catalog, now they have fiction novels now. Now they opened up their their catalog. But I was the very first fiction writer for their whole publishing house. And then, of course, Industry Influencer, my latest book. That's what they were aiming for. But I got another book in there, too. So that's how it all kind of came together. Well, so talk a little bit about the places where you speak. I mean, this has given you a platform uh, you and I have known each other for a little bit of a while. I know you. I know what you're about. But like when you go to a seminar, tell people what you're talking about, because you're really big on adding value. You're not about, hey, let me just get my name out there. I mean, that's not who you are. What are you talking about when these these speeches well, you know, when it comes to the dental industry, right? You know, there's so many CE courses out there that are like, hey, let me teach you a new procedure so you can make more money, right? Let me show you a new way to get case acceptance so you can make more money. What I noticed is that there wasn't anyone out there talking about, well, how about saving your money, right? Like if you can save a little bit of money and also make money, you can grow your practice, right? And so it's things like, you know, watching their overhead, looking at constantly staying on top of your overhead, things like, you know, looking at your supplies every year and checking the prices and whatnot, things that to me, it, it came naturally, right? It came naturally. But for some people, they're so focused on, okay, I need to go to my practice that they don't look at the operational costs. But also another big thing too is looking at your team. Your team will either grow your practice or they'll sink your practice, right? And labor and your team is going to be the biggest component when it comes to your overhead. So you have to come up with a system. A system that I speak about all the time is called the pay grade system. I actually got this from my sister, you know, the same sister that called me uh, that said, hey, you want to be a loser? Called me a loser, right? She was actually in the Air Force for eight years. She actually used the military to help finance her school. And so she did her eight years. That's why she was in Virginia. But they had something called a pay grade when you're in the military, right? You're in a certain rank. You get a paid certain amount. You have a certain set of skills and responsibilities. You move up the next rank. You do the same responsibilities. You have to complete those things and also go through evaluation to to move up in rank, right? Well, essentially, that's what we created for our dental practice. You know, I don't believe in paying an existence tax, right? Existence tax is, hey, I'm hanging around for another year. And here, you get a raise. You get a raise. You hung around for another year, right? What we needed to, to do was pay people based on their skill set, their ability to help bring more money into the practice. 
That's what the pay grade system is all about. We have these pay grades, so it's, it's transparent. Everyone knows what to do to get a raise, right? And also that put into effect the fact that you're giving them a raise, but they're also bringing in new skills to help grow your practice so you can afford that raise. So that's some of the stuff I talk about. That's really good. I can't tell you how many dentists who own their own practice have told me they hate managing people. Yeah. And it seems like, and the reality is, is if you can learn to manage people, it can be a very lucrative business. But uh, I mean, I assume you've seen the same thing. A lot of people are like, hey, I hate the people aspect of it. And you're like, well, welcome to life. Yeah, so- absolutely. You know, the thing is, it's it's funny that you bring that up because I had a coaching client who said that. I was like, I wish I could just do the dentistry, right? And I said, I understand, I understand, right? But when you decide to become a practice owner, just like when you decide that you decided to become a dentist, when you decided to become a dentist, you knew that you would have to put X amount of time in to continue in education, to grow your skills, to learn how to do all these different things, right? So when you decided to open a practice, you're also opening up to the possibility of not only doing the dentistry, but growing yourself as a leader as well. Those are the things that are, that are included be, uh, to opening a practice or running a practice, right? So if you are, those are the things that you don't want to do, then maybe that's not what you want to do, right? Then maybe owning a practice is not what you're meant to do. So, so again, that's why I tell people, it's like, hey, don't look at it as, oh my gosh, I got to talk to my staff member. Oh my gosh, I got to talk to this patient that's mad. Look at it as an opportunity to grow, to grow as a person, to grow as a leader. And, you know, that's what you sign up for, right? Just like, you know, if you have a kid, you signed up to be a dad, whether you want right. to be a dad or not, right? Now, it's up to you to if you want to be a good dad or a bad dad, right? Same thing with owning a practice. You want to be a good practice owner or a bad practice owner? Oh, that is, that's phenomenal advice and wisdom by you. Now, you mentioned coaching clients. Talk a little bit about coaching and what you do and how that works. Yeah, so I'm actually a partner in a coaching program called Doctor's Edge. Uh, Dr. Joe Mayo, Dr. Adam Vega are my partners. Dr. Joe Mayo, he scaled up nine practices, sold all nine practices. He's living the good life now. Actually, he's getting into. He just created his own supplement company. Dr. Adam Vega, he has. He's one of the few dentists with an MBA. He has his practice as well. And so we all come together. We came together because we got tired. We got tired of seeing dentists getting burnt out. Uh, saying that they hated dentistry, they couldn't wait to exit out of there. And we wanted to give them the tools to, to make dentistry enjoyable again. And a lot of times, a lot of times it's what you brought up right there, Ross. It's all about the mindset. It's also about dealing with people. I tell all our coaching clients and potential coaching clients, the dentistry is the easy part. The dentistry is the easy part. Okay. You, you can do that. That's the easy part. The part that separates the really good practice owners is their ability to lead their team and to manage the people. That is what separates people. And if you really want to grow your practice, that's where you need to invest your skills. It's funny you say that because I say there's a spectrum of dentist owners. And on the left side, you have the dentists who own their own practice, but they really just own a job. They yeah. probably make between 250 and 350, maybe as high as 450. And then on the far other end, you have the their business owners who have to be dentists. And they make two and three million dollars. I mean, I have one client who makes two million dollars and he works two days a week. And people just struggle comprehending that. So in your experience, what is the difference in the two? Well, you know what's so great about this country, right? You know what's so great about this country is that like you can be a nobody 
And you can come here as a nobody and become a somebody, right? And that's the great thing about our profession, right? Is there's a level of freedom there. You can grow your practice. You can be a solo practitioner. You can be a real technician and make a good living, right? Or you could expand your mindset and embrace the business, embrace the leadership and really expand that subset and grow something bigger than you could ever do by yourself as the only single doctor. And so when I say what what's the difference between the person who is making millions of dollars and owns multiple practices, the person who's making a good living and is the solo practitioner and the main dentist, the biggest difference there is mindset, but also desire, right? You got to have the mindset. You have to have the desire there because if you don't have those two things, I could teach you, I can give you all the tools. Joe, my partner can give you all the tools of how to grow multiple practices. Adam, our MBA can give you all the tools. But if your why, if your why is, I just want to see my patients, I want to just stay in this lane, and there's nothing wrong with it, then that's what you're going to get. If your why is, I want to grow something where I can leave a legacy so that I can, you know, possibly create generational wealth, then that's your why. So again, it all boils down to the individual person. Like, what is your why, right? What is your why? What do you want to accomplish? What makes sense in your life? That's what separates them because the knowledge is out there. The coaches are out there. All you have to do is just find them and uh, and invest time and money and you can get where you need to go. But really it's mindset and, and figuring out what your why is. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with being the solo practitioner. Yeah. I know plenty of people who are happy doing it, but I know a lot more people who are solo practitioners who wish they were making two and three times the money. Yeah. And, and mindset is really, it's really key. It's really mindset critical. is mindset is huge. But another thing, huge, the thing is huge is putting the work in, right? Like everybody, everybody wants that life, right? Everybody wants all these things, but are you going to sit down and actually put the work? Are you going to sit down and invest the time? Are you invest the money, right? Are you going to do those things? That's actually what separates people who, from the people who are like, I wish I can do that to the ones that are actually doing it. Now, it's not, again, there's a lot of opportunities in this country, right? But no one, for the most part, I'm not going to get too political here, Ross, but for the most part, you're not just handed anything, okay? You actually have to work for it in this country, but you get the you get a shot just like everybody else, okay? Well, so you well, just got to put the time in. Talk about that for a second, because you probably are the overnight sensation 15 years in the making because that like you said work but talk about your background a little bit because so for, yeah. for anyone who's like how can he say that tell, tell them your background yeah so you know a little bit about my background my parents came over here from vietnam and my dad was in the military so he actually got political asylum to come over to the to the states which we got we were able we were blessed to be able to come here really early and he had a really good friend a, f- a contact in the military who who sponsored our family his name was Glenn Rogers right and so if you if you put one and one together I'm actually named after this person but uh, I call him Grandpa Roger he was my godfather he helps us settle here and literally my dad came he was educated he had a great you know he was in the military he was an officer he was used to leading people but when he came to this country he had to start from the bottom he was a dishwasher for years until he could build up and ultimately became an electrician and raise the five of us kids 
uh, and got us all into through college, right? So going through that and having that immigrant mentality is something that I've kind of lived with, right? And when I went into school, there's five of us, right? So my parents can only take care of so many kids, right? So I had I was working two jobs in college. I worked while I was in dental school, and so I'm used to really grinding and 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 really being nifty thrifty. So when people say nifty thrifty, I tell them nifty thrifty actually was a way of life for me. It was a way of life for me. So again, that means being really smart with your money, not taking things for granted. It's not being cheap. It's not trying to find the cheapest thing. It's called when you're trying to be nifty thrifty in your practice, not taking things for granted, always looking at your expenses and always making sure that you're being a good, you know, a good steward of your practice, financial steward of your practice. And so that's the background there. And again, when people say, well, you know, you don't know how it is. I do know how it is. I do know how it is to start a practice from nothing and get it to a million dollar practice and also doing it in a way that's ethical and, you know, and anyone can do it. So, yeah. And your background gives you the just the life experience to be a really good coach where you can have grace, encourage them, but at the same time, call them out on their excuses, call them out on their bad attitudes and call them to a higher standard because you started, your parents started from scratch. You were young when you came over to the States and then, you know, you came from basically nothing from, you know, basically one step above welfare probably. And you grew to where you're at now. So it speaks to determination. It speaks to mindset. And if I was a dentist and I was going to get coached, I think I'd want to call Glenn Bo. <laughs> well, thanks. I appreciate it. And again, you know, what I tell most dentists is, look, you're you're blessed to be in that position. Not everyone can be a dentist, right? Not anyone can be in this country. Not anyone can have a practice. So you're blessed with those things. Now, just because you have those things, just because you have the degree, just because you have the practice, does that mean that that guarantees success? You have to put the work into it. You have to bring yourself back. So for me, you know, I bring myself back to well, when I was growing up, I didn't have anything. Anything that I have now is a bonus, right? And so I tell some of my coaching clients, if they don't have the same background, we've all went through dental school. We've all been a poor student, right? So if you didn't have the immigrant mentality, why don't you adopt the student mentality? Once you start, adopt the startup mentality, go back to a place where you had nothing, right? And you made it work. All you got to do is channel that because sometimes whenever you, you've been practicing for a while and things are going kind of good, you get really comfortable, you get really complacent. And sometimes we have to kind of bring ourselves back to where we came from to get to the next level. And again, it's all about mindset. It's also about putting the work in. I think you get those two things, you can succeed anywhere. This is fantastic. I mean, we could talk for uh, 30 minutes about this, <laughs> but uh, we are limited by time. Glenn, tell people... If they want to learn more about you, if they want to get in contact with you, how how do they touch base with you? Yeah. So look, if you're a dentist, join my Facebook group, Nifty Thrifty Dentist. There's a lot of podcasts in there. You can listen to the podcast as well. If you're not in the dental industry, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to kind of learn more about my journey as an entrepreneur, drglenvo.com. I have my Dr. Entrepreneur podcast on there as well. And I have all sorts of entrepreneurs from digital marketers to financial experts to chiropractors to dentists to physicians, all those things. They're all part of that because it's a podcast about entrepreneurs. So again, two places you can go and I'd love to connect with you guys. Yeah, guys, if you're if you're a dentist and you're not a part of Nifty Thrifty, I've seen some of the things on there. You should absolutely be a part. And Glenn is somebody you definitely want to catch up with and continue to get his content, sign up for whatever he has, read his book. 
I've known Glenn for a little while now. He is as salt of the earth, as top notch as they come. Awesome. Thank you, Ross. And thank you so much for having me on the show. Thanks for coming on. You've been listening to Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brandon. Tune in next week for our next episode. This has been another episode of Financial Flossing with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. For more on Ross Brannan, visit rossbrannan.com. Registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, OSJ, 3664 Coolidge Court, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311, 850-562-9075. Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. North Florida Financial is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. California Insurance License Number 0L10073. Arkansas Insurance License Number 161390032. 2021-1195-35. Expriers 423. That last part can also say 2021 119535 expiration April 2023. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by PAS, Guardian, or North Florida Financial, and opinions stated are their own. Ross is a registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, OSJ, 3664 Coolidge Court, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311. 850-562-9075. Security products and advisory services offered through PAS. Member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian. New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. North Florida Financial is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. AR Insurance License, 16139032 California Insurance License 0L100732022-141730 expires 8:24 This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network For more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com